Hey everybody, this is E3 2018. We're hanging out with Tanya DePass. Hanging out. Alamir from Starbreeze. We hey just guys. got a chance to check out everything from Overkill's The Walking Dead. We got a chance to do a quick run through of, of a map. And how is your E3 going so far? How's everything been? Fantastic, man. It's been a blast. It's yeah. been so intense. Yeah. Uh, from my perspective, uh, I've, I've done a couple of E3s now, yeah. and this one has been the craziest one by far. Yeah, it's yeah. just been so many people coming by and checking yeah. out the stuff. A lot of people, and uh, you know, we're big, in, big on community, so we were super happy to see the show opening up yep. to the public. Yeah. So uh, seeing all the normal dudes just <laughs> come in, you know, um, and do deaths for that matter, you know, just and f in our case playing The Walking Dead. Yeah. It's, uh, this E3 is the first time where we're uh, showcasing the game for the first time. Mm -hmm. So uh, so uh, it's the first playable ever outside of the studio. Yeah. So oh, wow. uh, we flew in our developers. So they're manning the booth uh, just so they can take in as much feedback as possible for the rest of the team back home in Sweden. Uh, so we can just make sure it becomes as good of a game as possible. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm familiar with Walking Dead, but not familiar with this isn't my usual play style of games. Mm -hmm. So for someone who may not usually play this kind of game, what would you say would attract them to it? You know, because it's zombies, it's Walking Dead, people mm -hmm. know the franchise. Mm -hmm. What would be your one tip to kind of get them in invested in the game? Yeah, really good question. I would say it's the co-op. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of gamers out there uh, are afraid or uh, dislike the idea of playing with other people. Sure. They like to play by themselves, right? And uh, I think with our game and the game we did before, Payday 2, which was also a cooperative game, we now have a long history of making co-op games and, and making games for people who want to play together. And uh, f from my heart to any gamer out there who's on the fence of playing with other people online, just do it, try it. Yeah. And if nothing else, try it with The Walking Dead. We're going to have a close beta closer to launch. The game's going to be on discounts post-launch, etc. But I think that's the key with this game, the ability to play with each other. Because uh, I, I was in a different conversation where, where someone was saying, yeah, so how about choices in game? Do you make any? And I said, yeah, all the time. Because it's a co-op. You play with a group of three friends, and it's up to you four to survive in Washington, D.C., and what we've done together with Robert Kirkman, who uh, wrote the comics and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, is the originator of the IP, we worked on it in tandem uh, throughout the entire production. And he's uh, officially blessed the game with his, uh, his stamp of approval. So uh, all the characters that we can see behind us here on the wall, Aiden, Heather, uh, Maya and Grant, are now uh, uh, canon. So uh, yeah, fantastic. they're part of the universe. Awesome. Yeah. And because we're basing the game on the comic book, we're staying true to the core lore uh, of the Walking Dead universe. And our job the past few years making this game has been to realize how Robert would best like to uh, uh, create a world in 3D, in full 3D, that stays true to the Walking Dead universe. And uh, looking at people's reaction playing here at E3, I think we've been successful. Yeah, that's awesome. With a with a pedigree as a pedigree as strong as as, as you all have from working on the Playday games and now working on this, what are some of the kind of uh, interesting feedback that you've gotten from some of the older games that you're kind of re-implementing in The Walking Dead so that you still have that really strong, uh, really uh, core co-op mm. value right there for folks? I think it comes from the overkill DNA from the studio culture. Sure. Yeah. So we've we we're a studio that has grown 
massively the past five years. Yeah. Uh, when we were making Payday 2, we were 30 people. When mm. we were making uh, Walking Dead, you know, we were so many more developers involved, yeah. right? Because it's uh, the latest technology and the latest everything. But I think what we've taken with us is just all the experience. Because with Payday 2, we continue developing the game post-launch. So even now, five years after the game came out, it came out in 2013, we're still updating Payday 2 with content from the Stockholm headquarters office where we're also developing Oracle's The Walking Dead. And and by saying that, I want to tell anyone out there who's curious about the game that not only is it worthwhile your investment at launch, we also want to invite people to be there from the get-go yeah. and part of the journey going forward because this is a game that we, together with Robert and his team, want to work on for a long time. Mm. And we want to see players experiencing from the beginning and hear where they want to take the story because this is the game that we want to build together yeah that's cool yeah um since the game is relies so heavily on co-op and encourages it mm. well is there anything in place to like let's say you get that one person who wants to run ahead of everyone or the person's like you know they're they're not good at the game per se but yeah. they you don't want to penalize them so is there a way to kind of penalize bad players and is there a way to kind of help along a player that really does want to get into it but is struggling a little bit mm. I, really good question I think it has I was about to say natural selection <laughs> 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 especially in the first case not in the second because anyone who's, who's bad at a video game uh, or needs to get better you know that's that's the beauty of video games that's what it's all about right teaching each other to play games and becoming better at it together at least uh, when it comes to co-op that's 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 it for sure but I mean look at any single player game out there there's a reason why there are so many web Websites focusing on guides, etc. Right, and you guys are hardcore gamers. You know what I'm talking about. There, the, the the culture, maybe not anymore in the same way in the past, but remember when they were doing magazines for yeah. real? Oh yeah, and Absolutely. they were doing so many numbers where like here are all the cheat codes you need. Here are all the you know, here <laughs> you know you would have big books of of guides through the entire games, right? And with the with the advent of the internet and everything, and and with you guys and podcasts, the the landscape is changing rapidly so uh, so i think for gamers uh, uh that aren't that good at games they definitely need to just jump in and uh if for this game it's a challenging game for sure but the challenge uh is manageable depending on how your play style is so if you are a player that are very aggressive you will have a uh, more challenging experience because you will make more noise because the game's uh, difficulty is dependent on the player's actions. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the more noise the player makes, true to the universe of The Walking Dead, the more walkers you attract. So if you start firing with a weapon and it doesn't have a silencer, or you broke it, uh, then <laughs> yeah. the people are going to start hearing. And I say people, I mean both the undead and the walkers, but also bandits. Yeah. Because uh, the game centers oh, yeah. around the human enemies, of course, because any Walking Dead fan out there knows that the walkers, of course, are a constant threat in the world, but the real enemy are the people because you uh, know what a walker wants but you have no idea what a human wants yeah uh, yeah that was a fun part of the demo that was like actually like we had a really interesting part where we're like oh no yeah. now everybody is here <laughs> yeah. and they've heard us and now they're trying to kill us too because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like walkers are great because you can like chop at them and then yeah. they walk slow and they shamble and all that stuff but then you start getting shot in the behind and yeah. you're like oh okay well now I have to try to figure out exactly. what I'm going to do the, the mission you guys got to play uh, is uh, part of Georgetown yeah. which is an in Washington DC and uh, the purpose of that mission is not only to survive but uh, Anderson who is the camp leader of your camp sent you out to retrieve uh, the water purifier mm. that was stolen by the family which is another group of bandits well another group it is a group of bandits you're not bandits <laughs> uh, you're just survivors trying to get by so obviously conflict 
happens, right? And that's, you know, the core of the Walking Dead universe is conflict, human conflict uh, and, and human drama. So we, of course, have to take back the purifier, and that's what you guys got to experience. Did you ever get the opportunity to reach the, the end of the mission? No, we didn't get no, a chance because we, we were on the ground for half the mission. <laughs> <laughs> Those no. bear traps. Those bear traps are no joke. <laughs> They're no joke, especially if you're in the middle of combat and you happen to step into one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I have nightmares about those bear traps. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Me better, too. Better bear trap than a walker. True. Yeah. Your face off. Yeah. True. The cool thing about the bear traps is that bandits can go into them. Anyone can, right? So oh. you, sometimes you find a walker there. Sometimes you don't even find the walker. You just find his leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, in terms of the enemies and, and you know, fighting the bandits, fighting the walkers, yeah. will things kind of ramp up with your difficulty and as you level? Or is there what's the kind of progression system yeah, like? Yeah, very good question. Uh, the, definitely the game will ramp up as you progress. Mm. So the more time you spend in the game... The bigger your camp's gonna get, the more survivors you're gonna attract, uh, the, the more equipment you're gonna have as you venture into Washington DC to continue looting. So for us, replayability is one of the key factors of a game. And the heart of a game is of course the gameplay itself. Because if a game is not fun, what's the point in playing? Right? Mm. And with a game that is multiplayer, uh, the fun can be amplified by the people you're playing with in a different way, I believe, than single players can. So uh, so yeah, so it's, it's all a question about gameplay. and. Uh, what I mean when I say that, I mean ambience, making sure that we capture the the sound of the Walking Dead. Not yeah. only the walkers doing their noises and their etc., but also making sure the gun sounds uh, are beautiful and that they sound right. Uh, having made first-person shooters in the past, we know how big of a thing it is for people who enjoy guns yeah. uh, that they need to sound correctly, they need to act correctly, they need to look as they do, right? And with the Walking Dead universe, everything's broken, right? Uh, since the outbreak, uh, nothing works anymore. So uh, you have to uh, you have to find and make do with what you can. So the weapons you find will not be mint condition. <laughs> the silencer you find will break. The weapons will jam. Yeah. Uh, and the scopes, when you try to aim down them, will be broken. So you'll have a hard time yeah, seeing what's going on. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna really make it hard. Yeah. 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 It's, it's all coming in different uh, grades of of bad and and good, right? So <laughs> you might be lucky. You might find a mint condition thing, right? Yeah. But uh, make sure you keep it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give it away. Uh, I, I want to piggyback off of what Tanya was talking about as yeah. far as difficulty ramping up. I also want to kind of uh, pivot to um, talking about the progression for your characters too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see that each character has a very special um, um, ability and has uh, a specific purpose uh, mm-hmm. to build out in the team. Can you talk a little bit about kind of how some of that progression for individual um, um, folks in your squad will look? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like I said, you play uh, one of four different survivors, Heather, Maya, uh, Aiden and Grant. And uh, you, as part of the uh, Anderson camp, you venture into DC to find loot and other things, right? And as you progress through the game, as you play more and more of these missions, you can also venture deeper and deeper into Washington. Mm. Uh, so uh, in the beginning, you might not be able to go that far, right? Because you don't have that much food, you don't have that much stuff at all. But as you go on, uh, you're not only going to get more experience and level up and be able to pick what skills you want. Uh, you will also be uh, get access to new weapons. Mm. Uh, modifications, uh, different skills and items that you can use uh, in order to uh, make life easier, but yeah. also, uh, you know, in a tight spot, make sure that you uh, you come winning uh, out of it. Yeah, know? that's cool. I like yeah. that because that was the thing that we were trying to figure out, yeah. you know, who was going to do what and who picked what. 
then looking at their skills, it's like, oh, okay, you can definitely help me here. Yeah. Or, and yeah. that's the difference, I think, with a single-player game and a multiplayer game. Uh, in a single-player game, you only need to care about what you pick, right? So yeah. it becomes uh, one-sided in a way. Yep. Whereas this one-dimensional, whereas in this, there are so many things to think about. If you're a group of four, or maybe you're just playing two, you need to really, really coordinate who takes what. All right, you took a shotgun. That means that you're really good at CQB combat. Uh, I probably should get a sniper just to make sure in case we see someone far away. Mm -hmm. Not only to just scout the area, right? Using, for example, Grant, who's the tactician. Uh, but also, you know, just to make sure that you can cover any kind of situation that might appear in the game. Because I've been in so many groups of survivors <laughs> where you know you're not <laughs> equipped to handle the situation and and that sucks but you know it sucks because it was your own fault right? yeah and that's the beauty of it yeah true um one more thing about you know kind of progression and leveling how much of a detriment is if like everyone picks the same kind of character because we had that option during mm -hmm. the demo mm -hmm. and luckily we didn't all do it but let's say everyone picks like i forgot her name the who uses the crossbow yeah so you got four people and playing you all heather have the same yeah. skills yeah. yeah yeah well uh the, the cool thing about the game is that we uh, we made the characters uh, and didn't allow people to create their own because we want to tell a story and we want to uh properly craft characters that people can care about mm. that have a, a storyline throughout the game and that people can relate to but uh, what we don't want to do is that we don't want the story to uh, uh, to uh, conflict the gameplay hmm. so hypothetically speaking if someone wants to play uh, the same character we should allow them to even yeah. though we think it's ugly or <laughs> unrealistic tell me how you whatever. really feel yeah. <laughs> or you know imbalanced you know. Or maybe I don't like the character yeah. or whatever, right? Uh, but uh, we want people to have that opportunity. And of course, like with any game we make, we're flexible. If there's something not working properly yeah. or if it's something just looking weird, we'll address it. And uh, if it's a question of uh, it being a fan favorite thing or whatever, we'll make sure we're as uh, transparent as possible in the communication with the community. But uh, at the end of the day, what do we want to do? We want to make sure people have an opportunity a world to have as much fun as they can in, right? And yeah. in our case, violence action momentum you know all of these things yeah uh, that's the important stuff yeah. yeah one of the things that people love the most about the walking dead is the fact that the characters are so vast and that they are so uh, so plenty yeah. uh, but you always have the folks who everyone wants to see in a walking dead game is there going to be any kind of crossover with any other kind of more uh, well-known characters that we've already become used to uh, that would be cool, but that's uh, something that we, we can't say now. I mean, uh, sure. what, what our focus is right now is to make sure we get our original story out there uh, for launch. Sure. And what's going to happen after that, we call it the lifeline instead mm -hmm. of it being a deadline. Because what some developers do is that they make a game and then they walk away, right? Uh, whether or not it might be in a work for hire situation, they were asked to make a game and they're done. Or it might be that they don't have the tools or resources or what have you. But we have a very clear vision of where we want to take Oracles to Walking Dead. Uh, looking at our history, players can see with their own eyes that uh, we uh, we stay true to our words. You know, we've continued to develop Payday 2 for the past five years post its launch. It's almost up in 200 post-launch updates, wow. both paid and free. Wow. And uh, our ambition is even greater with uh, Oracles to Walking Dead. I mean, with it, uh, with the launch, with the launch of the game, we hope to have created a foundation that we can continue to build on together with the community because we know that there are so many people out there who just love the universe oh, yeah. and they just want to get involved somehow. Yeah. And yeah. with Robert on board and uh, him being so excited about the game, I think we're at a, in a very good position, you know, to do some really cool shit together. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely. essentially it, right? Yeah. And yeah. to go, 
So how about that? And people go, yeah, you know what? I prefer we go this way. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, that's how we roll. Yeah. Cool, awesome. Got a last question? No, I mean we covered a lot of stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you know, I think everybody happy to be back whenever, guys. Please, just, yeah, just, yeah, we would love to reach me. out and you know post launch have you on the show. We'll Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do a little Bring up stream stuff. with us. Absolutely, yeah. yeah Bring stuff up, see what we can do. Maybe Absolutely. we could chop some zombies together. That'll be fun too. Yeah, I'd probably have to leave you guys behind though, because I'm not that good at fighting though. But I'm a good talker, so if you can, <laughs> I'll if talk you can, us through. If you can figure out how to get some overkill branded uh, bear traps yeah. into the, into the system, that would be pretty good. Yeah, that I, would I'm be. I'm taking funny. a mental note right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pax pin right there. Yeah, that would be, sure. that'd oh, be pretty, that'd be awesome. That would be pretty good. Yeah, Alamir, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you. Thank we you. had a blast talking thank with you. you. We had a blast playing my the game pleasure, too. My pleasure. Thank you so much. It's a privilege being here you know, at the show. It's such a unique thing in our industry. And you know, uh, this is what it's all about, right? Yeah. Talking about video games, playing video games, and seeing how we can make them better together. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when do you think uh, things are going to be dropping for folks out in the world? We are uh, live with the final release date. So uh, Overkill to the Walking Dead is coming out on PC, Steam, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on November 6th Badass. in uh, America both north and south and in Europe and the rest of the world on November 8th two days after so yeah awesome the hype is real nice so, yeah. nice, <laughs> nice nice thank you again thank uh, you everybody in Bracago we're gonna get up out of here for this episode everyone go check out The Walking Dead when it drops because it's really really cool so definitely go out there and cop that cool All peace right. later